Hi, I'm Megan Francis. And I'm Dave Kroc. And this is the LifeWork Podcast. In this show, we'll explore what it really takes to build a business while designing a life that matters. Welcome to episode 3.2 of LifeWork. In the week in which we talk about the relationship of technology to ourselves. Yeah. I feel like that's a very touchy-feely kind of approach to the subject. It's the softer side of life work. The softer side of life work. (laughs) I feel like we need some Yanni in the background. (laughs) I don't have any Yanni. I was going to say, wait, why don't we? No, no, I don't have any Yanni. They'll probably break some kind of copyright rule anyway. Probably. Then they would use technology to sue us and it's just no good. Oh my gosh. That's too meta for me. Sometimes technology can take over. Exactly. And actually that's the subject of today's episode. How do we tame our tech? How do we keep tech from taking over our lives and maybe even using tech against itself? I think uh, we yeah. can, you, it's like judo. We can use, right. the, use the enemy against itself. So um, I know you've got some specific ways that you use technology in your day-to-day business life um, with writing and other things that you do for clients that actually yeah. helps you focus and reduces some, some of the, um, I don't know, the insidiousness yeah. of technology where it can mm-hmm. sort of take over and you can get distracted down the wormhole. Yeah. What do you do day to day with that? Well, I have very, very low willpower, Dave. So <laughs> <laughs> I have come up with this. There's ser- a lot of donuts in this room here, <laughs> Megan. I have come up with a series of workarounds um, that have helped me. Interestingly, is it an elaborate system of pulleys and other <laughs> sorts of things? I'm just some Rube Goldberg yeah. <laughs> type type. Uh, What's interesting about it is only one of these. I, I made little notes to see what, you know, what I'm actually doing. And only one of these is actually an application um, that someone else created to help me do this. So most of this are just things that I've kind of figured out on my own. Um, I have a real problem where I, you know, I need to be on Facebook for work. And the problem with Facebook is you'll go there and the first thing you see is your feed. And it's kind of like, I can be thinking must go work there. And the minute I see my feed, my brain just goes blank yeah. I start scrolling through people's baby pictures and like cat memes and stuff. And I love a good cat meme. So I just, I get lost. And I, sometimes it takes me 10, 15 minutes to pull myself back out. And, you know, God help us all. If there is some kind of contentious debate going on, right? my blood pressure shoots to the roof and right. I can't help myself. I have to get involved. So right. I can't go to bed. <laughs> Someone is wrong on the internet. <laughs> Somebody is wrong on the internet. Yes. I can't work. I can't, you know, fulfill these needs for my clients. So Um, One really simple thing that I've done is actually separate out um, sort of my personal slash, this is where I do stuff that's either fun or related to me as my business, but not something I'm doing for a client. So Mm -hmm. maybe where I would be checking my email, but not sending an email for a client, for example. Um, I do those in different browsers. It actually kind of makes it easier as well, because if there's anything I want to stay logged into for more than a couple of minutes at a time or where I have to switch back and forth between accounts... You can do that. If you have two different browsers open, you can be in different email accounts. You can be in different buffer or whatever your social media management accounts are. You can have multiple blogs open, like whatever it is. Um, It kind of helps simplify. But it also, what I ended up doing then was on my face, on my, um, on my Facebook wall, on my personal. So for me, personal is Chrome. I only use Chrome um, for my personal stuff. There is actually a, an extension that you can load onto your Chrome uh, browser and it's called block site. And it's this little guy, he'll pop up. You just put in the site you don't want to see. And anytime you try to go to that site, um, this little guy pops up and he'll yell at you. <laughs> and he kind of looks like Mario from Mario Brothers. And none of the, it's all written in like not English as a first language. 
but it'll actually tell you how many times you've tried to log into that um, that site. So it becomes kind of shamey. And it'll say something like, I have told you 25 times, you may not go to this site. What is wrong with you or something? And then the nice thing about it is eventually you'll stop going there because it's like that negative. You're getting the negative ping. There you go. Not the positive ping right. of seeing mindless crap. You're Now you're getting like kind of yelled at a little bit. And it, for me, it kind of just helped me break the habit of ever trying to go there in Chrome. Now I don't even think to. Like I don't even... It doesn't happen. When I'm in Chrome, I feel like I'm in a world where Facebook doesn't exist. And so I'm really able to kind of just tune that out. That's interesting. Yeah. So the technology then has helped you kind of mold your behavior. And now yeah. now you probably even probably didn't even need it anymore, right? No, I don't really need the, it. The training anymore. wheels are off. The training so wheels are off. I don't yeah. think about it's like my brain has been rewired to now not recognize Facebook as a viable thing to do when I'm on Chrome. Which right. Sounds like a lot of <laughs> that, that was like a complicated sentence, right? But, but no, it makes total sense. <laughs> but our brains are pretty complex things and they they are able to get you know, we can rewire our behavior yes. fairly quickly and easily just by not following a path, yep. by following following a different path. Um, yep. The other thing I do that kind of is related, so then when I'm on Facebook on, um, on Safari, which is mm -hmm. the other browser I use, I have it set up to direct me direct, immediately to my client page. So if I just try to go to facebook.com, it immediately sends me to the client page where I, you know, where I need to be managing things. And that helps me not fall into that rabbit hole Usually I try to do most of my personal Facebooking like on my phone when I'm in more of a relaxed, non-working state of mind. And I do that because I absolutely hate typing on my phone. I will do almost anything to avoid having to type a long message on my phone. So guess what? I don't get embroiled in those conversations that I, those debates yeah. as much because I don't really want to bother. Right. Because <laughs> it's know, too much effort. It's to, too much effort. To hack away that message. Exactly. Right. With, with my finger. It's yeah. just, or my thumbs or whatever. I've actually never really gotten good at thumb typing um so for me it's like it's like like duh, 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 you know hitting it with my index finger which wow. is just dumb and takes forever so it's kind of about knowing yourself though right most people yeah. maybe don't have that same issue but i knew if i was on my phone scrolling really quick keeping up with people liking my my aunt's you know updates and my yeah. new yep. niece or whoever like their pictures i'm not going to get embroiled in the stuff i don't want to get embroiled in on my phone because sure. i just don't care enough right. so that is another thing yeah um the last thing I, I did because i have a lot of different apps on my phone that could be considered social media even though they're not all equally important to me or equally um something i'm invested in as i turned off almost all of my notifications that's a smart approach yeah i still have um I still get a notification, interestingly, if I get a Twitter DM, because it happens so rarely. I feel like I need to know about that. Leave that on. If someone's going to DM me, and I want to kind of know. Um, I get them for Instagram as an app banner, so I'll see that I have Instagrams, but yes. I don't, it's not buzzing, beeping, and Hangouts. I'll see if I have a message, because my husband and I do a lot of Hangouting together, mm -hmm. um, and I use it for a just couple... Just like while sitting next to each other? And, yeah, we don't yeah. talk to each other's yeah. you know, faces anymore. We just... Did, did, did. And so I, I want to know if those messages, uh, messages are there, but I also want to be able to put my phone down and walk across the room and not have my phone yelling at me yeah. from across the room. Yeah. So I think, again, knowing yourself, turning off notifications is so easy. You just go into your settings and just you can just take control. Whatever is your problem, yep. that can be your thing. Yep. I also don't have the Facebook app on my phone. That's very smart. That's, that's a great way to approach it. Yeah. Yeah. So there that's, you go. There's that, all my that's some good stuff. Tips and techniques. There's there's so much in there that made me think about some of the things that that I've used in the past and still use nowadays. Um, but one of the things you mentioned in there, that, you know, the idea that in using some of these tools, eventually your behavior is modified and you don't need it as much. It reminds me just of the the idea of how we build habits. Yeah. You know, the fantastic book uh, called The Power of Habit, mm -hmm. um, written by Charles Duhigg. 
And the, the basically that what it boils down to is a habit is essentially there's something that cues us and then we that cue initiates a routine, mm-hmm. the thing we do. And there's usually some form of rewards, whether it's a little dopamine hit of something yeah. or whatever. And quite often for me, uh, it got to the point where I when I would open a browser, like I didn't have a browser open on my laptop, I would open a browser, I would immediately start typing www.f yep. for Facebook. Yeah, it would just happen. Um, so I, you know, that's, I don't know how you, you know, that obviously some of these ways that you could use to break that would, would be helpful, but the key is to figure out when there's a cue, mm-hmm. how do you establish a different routine and reward that, you know, with some way of that modifies your behavior. Um, there's the, to me, peer pressure is a big one. Mm-hmm. I, I wish there was a, an app that would, you know, you, when you spent too much time on Facebook or whatever, it would post to your Facebook page a link to the worst page you've ever visited or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Right. So, you know, yes. wow, that one is going to get, I can't do, I, right. I have to avoid, but, um, some other great tools that I've used, um, one called rescue time. Okay. Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah. yeah. So what it does is it attaches to your browser and to, you know, the different ways that you use the internet. And over the course of a week, it will kind of record what types of activities you're doing. Are you spending time in email? Are you spending time on Facebook? You can, you can define what sites are for what, you know, mm-hmm. so if you use certain things for, for work, um, you can establish that and then you get a report when you've exceeded it. You can set goals. And so when yeah. you've exceeded certain things, you'll get a report on those things. Um, you can also sneakily do this for employees if you wanted to do uh, do that or, or whatever. But that's a tool that I've used in the past to help kind of curtail some of the lesser um, lesser um, uh, effective things that I, I would do um, throughout the course of the day. Usually social media falls into that yeah. category. It seems to be the biggie. Um, another tool that I've used, this is another habit thing, is with email, I've used a tool called Boomerang. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with this. It, there's like a plugin for Gmail. It, yeah. yeah. So what Boomerang allows you to do, it allows you to schedule messages, but mm-hmm. it allo- also allows you to set a reminder if you haven't heard back from someone in a certain period of time. Okay. But what I'll do is, it, for me, if I am responsive in email, if I respond quickly when someone sends me an email, I will generate more emails from that person. Right. So what I need to do is get the person what they need within a reasonable amount of time, but not yeah. generate return emails. And so the boomerang thing has helped me a lot because for things that I don't, I don't need to hear back from them right. or I don't want to generate more questions, I'll have it send that email right at the end of the day. So when they get back in in the morning or if they're checking throughout the evening or whatever, they'll see that and they're less likely to respond to me. Uh, oh, I see. So it is so- actually, <laughs> it has helped me curtail the amount of time I spend in email. Which, so next time I email you and I don't hear back from a while, I know. Yeah, just wait till like 8 p.m. And <laughs> boom, like, I am not responding because I do not want to hear back from her. <laughs> Man, 14 emails later. Jeez. <laughs> this girl never shuts up. No, I'm just kidding. No, no but uh, yeah, so that, we that's... We all need a, to control yeah. the inflow. Controlling the inflow to yeah. me is a big one because we're t- cause there's, this, there's this sense that I need to be connected. Yeah. And I think this is very true for a lot of solopreneurs and mm-hmm. people that are um, connected to clients and... Uh, people who work in tech or work uh, in a in a capacity where you're staring at a computer screen all day long. Yeah. Um. You know. You think about the the if if can you imagine a caveman watching us? Oh my god. Sit and stare at this computer. We would probably yeah. look like the lesser of on the evolutionary scale. You know. Yeah. Well, it'd be easy. They could just club us from behind and. We wouldn't even survival see it coming. the fittest. We're just hunched over in this in, on these uh, all wimpy and pale. Oh my gosh. <laughs> They'll find our find the the yeah the the bones clutching a mouse or something. But uh, yeah, so I mean, realistically, it's controlling the inflow. And yeah. one, one tool I've actually used a lot so to help free me up, but also make sure I get the important stuff um, is if you heard of the service, if this then that. 
I have. I have not used it. So do, please do tell. Yeah. So it's it's shortened just to if now. But if you look that up or if you look up IFTTT, um, you'll find it. And what it what it does, it uses the open APIs of a lot of sites and a lot of uh, services that you use. So your social media handles, your email, calendaring. Um, you can have even for people that have uh, point of sale software, QuickBooks Online or Square or things right. like that, you can connect things. And so what I'll do is I'll set up some elaborate, uh, what you do, you set up a recipe, which will say, uh-huh. if this happens, then this. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I have a certain set of email addresses that if I get an email from that person or on that subject or whatever, I'll get a text that says I have this email. Okay. So that allows me to not spend a lot of time just hammering out emails. And then when the important stuff comes through, I know I can respond relatively quickly. Yeah. Um, so I, I like that. I like that that service. There's so yeah. many ways you can use that. You can use it for social media. And- yeah. Well, you know, when you were talking, I was thinking about, you, you were talking about the habit. Um, there's the cue, right? You said, and then yep. the reward. Yeah. The cue, the routine, which the routine. is the thing that, that yeah. the thing you do. And then usually there's some reward that helps reinforce that routine. Well, what's funny to me is I used to feel like I used to have much more difficulty managing my email than I do now. And I think, you know, not thinking about that, it's because I was doing a lot of freelance writing. Mm -hmm. And so anytime I checked my email, I might have an assignment waiting for me. So there was a ping. And I look, I always think of it as a ping. Like what's, what am I ting? You know, like I'm going through my day and I'm getting like little bing, 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 like little hits. Yes. And now that I'm really focused more on other kinds of work where I'm not getting those messages all day, I don't really care about my email as much. I still like, I really enjoy email. Actually, it's one of my favorite ways to communicate, but I don't have to check it all the time. Like, because I know there's probably not someone offering me money in my email. So because of that, now it's not as important for me to just be checking in with it. And I think controlling those pings or replacing them with something else. So for me going to say my um, client's Facebook page rather than mine, then the ping becomes, I've just done something they needed me to do. And I did a really good job at it. And now there's that satisfaction yes. or whatever, whatever yes. it is, it's right. still positive reinforcement. Yeah. Sometimes we just have to, to find a different kind of positive reinforcement sure. um, that means something to us. Right. And that's the other thing. It has to mean something Absolutely. to you. Yeah. If it doesn't, you won't, you won't do it. You won't do it. So yeah. you have to set up rewards that right. help train you in a different direction. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So the same cue, the cue remains the same. Yeah. But what you do, the routine that you do is driven by a different reward. Yeah. Pretty hmm. interesting stuff. It interesting is. stuff. So yeah. So there's lots of technology out there that we can use to help tame our technology, technology addiction. I feel like that that's feels kind of like I, a big old I don't, cycle. But. I don't know if that actually <laughs> solved it. Well, it's solving all of my problems. I'll tell you that. I'm just kidding. There you go. <laughs> we will definitely have links to all of the resources that we talked about in our show notes. And that will be episode 3.2. So if you go to lifeworkpodcast.com, you will find it. You'll find the show notes there. Just do a quick search. Uh, in case you're not listening to this on the day it comes out, which you should be, but that's okay. Yeah, what's wrong with you? If <laughs> you're not, you? I, I would be. I'm probably not even going to listen to this episode. So, quite like, frankly, whatever. whatever. <laughs> so tomorrow we'll be back with an episode, episode three point three. We're going to be talking about some of the most important things. What do we think is the most important thing about technology and how, what role it plays in our lives, mm-hmm. um, and the biggest be, ways it's impacted them. In the biggest ways. Yep. Can't wait. Good stuff. See you then. See you then. Thanks for listening to the Life Work Podcast. Build your business and design your life with us every day, Monday through Friday. And find us at lifeworkpodcast.com.